0: Dispensers of pez, gulking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn
1: it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, boy.
2: Listen up, fanboys. <laughs> it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Talk among yourselves. <laughs> here's your host, the low-energy Derek McCaw. On Wednesday,
3: July 30th, 2008, we have survived Comic-Con. <laughs> I feel like here this is the do-it-yourself podcast. It's like Veterans Affairs. <laughs> here's the topics we were going to talk about. We're going to shut up for half an hour. You guys go ahead and talk. No, seriously. Uh, we're here at Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. And, uh, yeah, we are indeed back. We've survived. Barely. San Diego. We've <laughs> survived five men in a hotel room.
4: Who are you and what have you done with my friends? We have
3: survived an earthquake. Well, I did. You did. And... Uh, and I've survived a week without reading comics, so I feel very, very strange right now. It's been a long time since I've read a comic, and i got to find one to read.
2: He's jonesing.
3: Luckily, I'm in a comic book store. Uh, of course, to my left, my announcer, the incredibly talented and high-energied...
2: That would be Lon Lopez. Hi, everybody. The Quiet, the quiet Storm. <laughs> storm. <laughs> You're listening to The Quiet Storm.
3: Okay, and across me, the only man who's had sleep in the last week, our sound engineer, moral arbiter... And maybe he'll edit this Keep and, going. and make this sound... Okay. Moral Compass. Moral Compass. Yeah. Moral... Moral. No. Yeah. And isn't that a different show? Rick Brett Snyder. Ah. Signing
4: on. Oh, okay. Ready well. to rock this place. Okay. Well, indeed.
3: <laughs> that makes one of us. You know, I'm just I'm just here for the food afterwards.
4: Mm. Oh,
3: which is a lot about how I felt about co- I have done. coupons. D- Excellent. <laughs> You're my new best friend for three hours. Mm. Okay, so uh, what are we going to talk about first? We're going to ta- Well, Rick's going to talk a lot about comics because he's read some in the last week. We'll, well talk see, about that's movies. That's part of
2: the team, right? Where so you can we- send part of the team away to yeah. cover a story. This is true. You still have you, you know send, the, you send part the, headquarters. Of the team off to
4: have fun in San Diego. The other one stays home and does the work, the heavy lifting. Well, well, wow, it
2: wasn't like, it's not like page what? Oh. It wasn't like we weren't working. I mean, well, it
3: was like that for long, but yeah. it was What? Yeah. It, oh, there we go. Now I got a little rise out of him. Uh so let's talk just about first little. the final Comic-Con wrap up, rundown, whatever you want to do. We were rundown. You, Mr. Lopez, took off and missed Sunday entirely. I think Did you, you just name the podcast?
2: Well, I had to, you know, do all the the business end of, you know, checking out of the hotel. I did that too. Packing up the, I did the that boys. Too. No, I, ha- I had two oh, you little youngsters. I had two little you- youngsters I needed to, you know, oh, pack okay. up and get was them, them there? home. Right. Yeah, I got them home. Um, yeah, I know. I just I felt by Sunday I was like, yeah, I had my fill. It was and, a, and, uh, sort of
3: a frying experience the whole time. No, I mean, Saturday was a very busy day. We didn't podcast at all. In fact, I got this comment back from. Uh, Stephanie Rodriguez was, uh, emailed me after she listened to the two we did, and she said, boy, you guys sound exhausted. And mm-hmm. so that's why we didn't podcast on the Saturday <laughs> night. I um, thought there was a lot of energy in the room that night. but uh, I think
2: so. Mm, it was a good energy. Not enough shirts, though, which no, was really no, weird. I'm sorry,
3: look, yeah. I was hot.
4: Mm. What about the show? 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 <laughs>
3: What happened on Saturday? Well, the big turn it was a dual shot of Terminator: Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles and Terminator Salvation. Both had panels. Cool. Um, I did not attend either panel, but I did get to sit in with uh, the press conference with McG, uh, Anton Yelchin, uh, this new guy that's in that Avatar movie with James Cameron as well, Australian guy that. Uh, yeah, a lot of the female reporters were kind of buzzing, saying this going to be the new heartthrob once those come out in 2010, back-to-back Avatar and Terminator Salvation. Common, I wish I'd had a chance to really go up to Common and say, you know, looking forward to him as John Stewart. And Bryce Dallas Howard. And then there was some woman in there, Moon Bloodgood.
2: Oh, she was hot.
3: It shouldn't say a thing in the press conference. And McGee actually ended it by saying, One last question, and it better be a question for Moon Bloodgood. And she almost cried, begging, No, no, I have (laughs) nothing to say. (laughs) But uh, as I think, uh, and I'll have a photo up from this, uh, you know, that uh, I've agreed, admitted now that I think I might um, get a man crush on McGee, who is a director whose work I've really hated. But he won me over on two things. He admitted in front of a group of reporters that Charter's Angel's full throttle sucked and that he'd done a horrible job. And uh, he really made a very strong defense of why he would be the right person to direct Terminator Salvation and that uh, James Cameron had given him his blessing. It was really interesting. And then he held up a disembodied
2: Terminator head
3: and lit up the skull. Oh, cool. So it was kind of
2: cool. Well, after Terminator 3, I think uh, anybody could really... Direct the Terminator franchise, right? I mean, well, I mean, anybody see that piece of turd? Yeah, I but did. if you want to take it, it up a little more, all
3: right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what else did we do on Saturday?
2: Saturday was a day of. Giving a thanks. Day. It, was, it was. What did we give thanks for? Just I appreciation. Was, I was, I was, uh... Saturday was, uh, you know, actually, my guys were in both Terminator panels. Okay. See, I had a full team. and The More on Life crew. Yeah, you can get full coverage of the con at moreonlife.com. Uh, make sure you check out. We have a giant recap article coming soon, probably tomorrow. Which was
3: supposed to run on Fanboy Planet as well. Is it? I think that was part of it. Well, we'll
2: share, whatever. Um, But yes, uh, so yeah, Billy sat in on the movie one, and so he just said a brief thing, and then Dave sat in on the TV one and got a couple pictures and stuff like that. But uh, that was Saturday. was Sarah Silverman's panel on Saturday, or was that Friday? I, I, I,
3: well, I think it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday.
2: Okay, that was pretty hysterical. Patton Oswalt was the MC.
4: Is her show coming back?
2: Her sh- third season is coming in October. Um, it seems to be raunchier and more wrong than anything they've done yet. Wow. Which is
4: saying a lot. Mm-hmm. And, well,
3: now she doesn't have Jimmy Kimmel holding her back.
2: <laughs> well, let's just say they ended the panel by basically and i'm pretty sure I'd say it was something, planned
4: but i just have to edit it out
2: okay well um, they ended the panel with something that i'm pretty sure was staged and planned however when they staged it they said was the absolute most vulgar and wrong thing we could end this panel with and they pretty much did it and i can't really
3: yeah cuz rickel edited it have yeah. to edit it out Afterwards, dinner, you can tell us. Yeah. You but can email in at editor at fanboyplanet.com if you really want to know.
2: <laughs> or you can check out the slideshow on moreonlife.com because there is a picture of it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> but you know what Saturday was for me? While everybody was stuck in panels and in lines for interviews and everything else, uh-huh. I went shopping. Oh, yeah? What would you get? I got the limited edition uh, Lobo action figure from the DC Universe Mattel booth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, So I bought the King Gray Skull action figure. Oh,
3: that's right.
4: These are con exclusive kind of things, uh,
2: I guess so. But you know, I just got an email today from Wizard Wizard Universe saying, "Get your con exclusive, your San Diego Comic Con exclusive figures now!" And basically, they had all the figures; they were marked up like one hundred percent. So mm.
3: They bought a bunch. I mean, they, we know that. That's always been the problem at the cons. I mean, because I tried on Sunday morning also to get uh, to check out. There was an Iron Man. What is that? Mighty Mugs. These new fa- – I, I mean, I don't necessarily see the appeal. They're cute and cuddly. They're cute and cuddly, I guess. And, and uh, Hasbro or Mattel sold you – know, I guess Hasbro. Hasbro sold out of those really early. Uh but I thought, well, maybe, again, if I'm you know, i on the exhibitor hour when nobody else is around me, I'll just go in and check in. Are they going to open a box? Do they have an air spare? And I was like, no. But, of course, you can go to the dealers and see how much they're selling it for. And I know that's just the way the world works, but that, that's the thing I heard the most probably at con was, like, you know, how much is it going to go for on eBay? Mm-hmm. How much is, you know, and it's like, but there were fans that genuinely wanted this stuff. You know, I mean, I know you're not going to turn around and sell that. Because that King Grayskull was actually kind of cool, and I'm not a big He-Man fan. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, True, you know. In the Lobo, did you get the Giganta too?
2: No, nah, I'm not into the Ultimate or the what do you call it, the Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, I'm not into the figures so much. So I mm-hmm. like the show, but not the figures. Uh, okay. I'm gonna save my money for the DC Universe ones because they got some good stuff coming out. Oh too.
3: yeah, we saw a lot of those. Those those look really cool. Those new smaller from, prices from from all
2: the million things we had a chance to see. So. There was just tons. It's like, how do we even digest everything? Can I make a quick Comic Con point real fast? And I sure. I don't know if we brought this up. This would be the moment to do it. I don't know if we brought this up in the earlier podcast, but I've heard a lot of stuff. And when I came home, my mom even said something about, "Oh, I heard." Did you go to the the obscene panel by that comedian? I think she was talking about Kevin Smith. But like, I, I'd heard. Or her, Sarah Silver. Well, no,
3: no, no, no. Because there was a thing on like CNN talked about how. Kevin Smith, because it's all tied into Zach and Miriam make a porno. Yeah, mm. go ahead.
2: Well, I don't know. I missed that panel. My friend saw it. I should ask him. But um, there was just some some stuff made about the whole, you know, oh people not being uh, sensitive to the fact that they're, you kids know, kids in the room. In Kevin the room. But
4: Kevin Smith started off the the, the panel by saying, "Hey, um, if you're." offended by this kind of stuff you should leave now
3: right well because he read the back of the now we know that the that the, when you are a panelist you are given your name tag and the name plate says please bear in mind that there may be audience members who are under the age of 18 right so Kevin Smith began his panel actually by reading that out loud and then saying tearing it in half and saying F that
4: mm-hmm. okay so, but I mean this is not new no, it's not. Kevin Smith. I mean, he's got Kevin videos Smith is Kevin of, Smith, of, of this. Kevin Smith. And if you are bringing children to a Kevin yeah. Smith panel, well, if you're bringing Kevin Smith into a con, you don't expect him to be anything but Kevin Smith. Right? Exactly, and you don't sense that. But here's my other point too, though. Um, it's not his job to do door duty.
2: No, it's not. No, I have no problem with that. And it's, but here's the other problem though. That the one thing that got me is, so a lot of people are bringing their kids to this convention, which I guess is great and it's cool. Yeah. But at the same time. I don't know if it's a place for kids anymore, because not so much on the content, but, I mean, you've got to be a, you know... Just in the
4: general floor? Well, I mean,
2: yeah, walking on the floor, if you're not bigger than four feet, you run the risk of being trampled at some point. But, but that's
4: true at almost any... If true. I, I, I wouldn't take I would have taken my son as a toddler to CES.
2: Well, but there's a lot of toddlers running around. And the other thing, too, was... Well,
3: that's all we're going to say. I mean... That's parents being Okay, but that's my point. And then
2: the at. other point is this, too. There's yes, we're a, judging you. There's a lot of stuff on the floor that I saw that if I were a young child would have scared the bejesus out of me.
3: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I would agree. The first couple years I was there, it was a lot more porny on the floor. There were the, you know. You mean adult Booth babes kind the of The porn star action figures were there. You yeah. saw more of the porn stars. I'm sorry. Right. Adult film fair. Would you Thank rather you. be sophisticated about it? It's porn. Um, and... So there was a there was a lot more of that, uh, and they really made an effort to clean that up.
2: Yeah, but they don't clean up the giant slug but, monster. the see, that's but that's on one, the one of the problems I'd say with this
4: that's country's one
3: of the psyche. Hypocrisies. These hypocrisy, all the violence you want, yeah. is still
4: there. That's fine because nobody's having sex.
3: Yeah, as long because well, they can't because the giant head has been hacked off with an axe. Yeah. By this giant slug-like thing, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, agree. And there were people being zombified and vampi- vampirized and walking around. And, they, and a couple, well, I know at least one scared the bejesus out of Robert Culp. Mm. So <laughs> as I sat there the booth in this skywalk, I was like, "Holy crap!" You know, I want to
4: do that to Robert Culp.
3: No, because <laughs> you know what he'll do? He'll take you down. Oh, I thought he'd die. Culp. No, no, he's <laughs> the Culp. Uh, I mean, I even saw like a guy dressed as Gambit and had the red con, and I hate those. So he had the contact oh, oh, lenses yeah. that looked like Gambit's eyes, and it was just like. Close them or turn away. <laughs> I, I do not wish to look at you anymore.
2: It's just creepy
3: in real can feel life. You
4: stealing my soul. <laughs> it's
3: one thing in a picture, in a drawing. But then
2: there's, but then there's just the other point of if you are a Kevin Smith fan, you know you, what you're getting yeah, into. Yeah, you are. You know, you're not going to yeah. sit there and look at the panel and go, oh, here, here. The description says uh, filmmaker Kevin Smith is making a new movie. Zach and Mary make a porno. Hmm. Which
3: is currently rated NC-17. bring the kids. Let's take the family. But you know what I'm going to say, Lon? That's media. Because I don't think there's any of those 6,000 people that went there purposely to see Kevin Smith that were offended. That's
2: people. Right. Well, let's that's hope- the press hearing about that. That's no, your
3: no. mother saying, did you hear that dirty well, comedian? Well, let's just yes. hope,
2: though, that it, they didn't program it right after the Disney panel. You know what I mean? No,
4: that's the press going in there and saying somebody might have been offended.
2: Let's make a story
4: out of it. Right, right, right.
2: Let's make a mountain
4: out of it. I'm just Uh, saying, though.
3: I
2: mean, there are instances, though.
3: We need to talk about that, too. Okay. So many flavors of awesome. I'm going to agree. And by that, because, of course, this is a video, is the new American flag hardcover. How many issues are uh, collected in that? I think there are 20, or maybe 24, maybe the first two years. I'm not sure. The but first two years of American flag in hard one hardcover volume. It's at
4: least an inch and a quarter, inch and a half thick. Yeah,
3: and it's beautifully packaged, just at yeah. least from the outward appearance. Well, of course, it's Looks a like Howard Chicken book. It would be beautifully packaged.
4: Yes. In fishnet.
2: So yes. Speaking right. of beautifully packaged, there he were is. a lot of... Uh, Good looking, uh, still, I guess, booth babes. I did see two
3: Spartan Warriors on Sunday, and I wished wished you were here. Male or
2: female? Male. Oh,
3: okay. Uh, Only because I think we were talking about how it's. Were we not talking about that on Friday night? About. how it should go both ways. That I'm surprised. Oh, this sure. booth bays, but we don't get the yeah. oh yeah, I think the great. booth himbos. And then I saw two Spartans on
4: on oh, Sunday. So yeah, this is really um, this, uh, to follow up on the American flag, it's it's a non-gloss but high quality. Uh, nice, looks like a high cotton quality content. Now, paper. image
3: image release that right?
0: Yeah.
3: Ultimately, image and how much did it come down in on, on its price? price Fifty dollars for 50 the hardback. For that. Hardback. Yeah, but it, I have to say, this is. just I think that's the right paper to intro, use for that stuff intro, too. Chicken
4: and Michael Chabon, or Chabon.
3: Chabon. I don't know. I've heard it both ways. Either way, okay. So let's get back to your. your you have a booth babe rundown. In fact, actually, Playboy.com has a Women of Comic Con uh, thing on huh? their website already. Yeah. Oh, on their you, website. You go to that? No, no, no. Mark linked oh, to it. Oh, okay. So right. nobody's nude. It's just they were taking pictures of booth babes and people mm. in costume. Oh, cool. So, we have a pretty
2: good collection, too, on uh, moronlife.com. Would you, if you stop that? Check it. Please what? Edit oh, it out. Oh, sorry. Because right now you're just being mean, and I'm going to kick you no, in the just... You're going to be spitting walnuts out. I am just, you know, promoting. I still haven't slept. Promoting our site. Promote your site, baby. Come on. It's all good,
3: right? It's the Fanboy Planet podcast. Ah, oh,
4: yes. That's
3: right. I've invited you to my party. That'd be nice.
4: <laughs> would you guys stop arguing? I guess, yeah. I don't... What, we, we were going to just talk about the booth babes, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of booth babes. Okay, that's it. There's
3: not much to say. <laughs> I mean, a lot of creative costumes. No, no, no.
2: One other thing. Okay. I did notice, though, that now with the size of the con being the way it is, and I don't, I don't know if I've noticed... I don't yeah. know if I've noticed this in previous years. I noticed people just getting tickets just to flyer the floor, and I thought that was interesting. What do you mean, flyer the Hand floor? out their flyers. Yeah. Really? Basically, there was this group called the Bonda Girls. Did you see them? Oh, I th- wasn't that with
3: you? Wasn't that the one... Yeah. like yeah. 20 minutes you pulled me through something and we took a... Yeah, we took a picture. No, because it really... Like, each day I had maybe a half hour where oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, have we some place to go. Around, and yeah. so he... Yeah. Because he I think it was the day we were looking for the toaster for you. Okay. Yeah, that's so. right.
2: And then, yeah, you know, we got hit with a flyer and it was like... I don't think it was for a comic book. I think it was for like a video or something. Yeah, I don't or, know what they were. But it was one of those things well, yeah, it was just a group of girls, and then basically they had bought their passes for that one day or whatever, just to Saturday, be able to hand out flyers, yeah, and they were just time. walking through and going, "Hey, that's we'll fine, that's commerce, that's America. I, I, yeah, but I'm just saying that that's the sign. I see. So
3: if I'm against that, then I'm a communist. Okay, yes, you okay. are.
2: Dang it! No, but I'm just saying though that's the it's sign me every time that this thing has just gotten so huge. So you know, it's just kind of crazy. I can understand, like you know, leaving, you know, crossing the street. You know, there's everybody just trying to hit you up with flyers and everything else, and I think that's that's fine or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting that you know there are people. You know, the reason it's selling out now is because you've got a lot of people cashing in on it, so. and
3: and and the old timers aren't not going. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the other thing is everybody. Once you've been to Con once, most I should say, you know, most people do go back. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, and well, the other thing too is I, there. is I imagine is
2: I imagine. You know, the reason why uh, Bob Culp didn't like it is because you wait,
3: wait, wait. We shouldn't say didn't like it.
2: Okay, somebody like Bob Culp wouldn't like it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> why some people might like uh, Because
0: uh, it's just uh,
2: a he- it's a headache to cross the street. You know what I mean? Like I'd agree with that. I mean if you if you had a hotel and you're like, Wow, look at that, I got a hotel right across the street from the ho- you know, from the convention center. It's gonna be so cool. I'm just gonna go in and you know, I can just cross the street and go to the convention. No. It still takes you 20 well, minutes across you, the street. I,
3: really? I had timed out on Wednesday that it took 25 minutes to walk from our hotel to the convention center.
2: Wait, for how long? 25 20 minutes. minutes. Oh, that's not bad.
3: No, it wasn't bad. But um, uh, then on, I think it was Friday morning, I committed to showing up early, and I, I left a little late. For uh, to, to a little too late to walk, so I said okay. I better drive. Okay. It took me an hour to get to it. Do you park. mean
2: you took your own car? I Took my own car. Oh, you didn't take the shuttle?
3: No, because the shuttle. I was in my mind. the Shuttle was going to take too long. Do
2: oh no 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 no! You know what it was? It, that was the morning
3: that the shuttle wasn't. It wasn't running for the first hour. So it was um. Thursday morning. Okay. And so it was like by the time the shuttle was going to run around, it would it would be later than I promised. So to it took that long to get center. through all the
4: lights and then find parking when you were there.
3: You not even to get through the lights, just for the long, long, long line of cars, cars going, going there. there. Yeah, oh. yeah. It, okay. It was you know that was kind of insane, but uh, so. But work- as always, we you know we had some enjoyment as well. Saturday night, you know, I, one thing I was talking about is it, it did feel like. Uh, Again, a lot more media. Saturday night at the Pacific Gas Lamp, a 15-screen theater, five of those screens, maybe only four, but I think it was five, were previewing movies simultaneously for the con. And wow. So it was just like, that's kind of ridiculous. It's always been cool that at one night there'd be something. You something know? big. So like on Friday night you went to see Pineapple Express, and then there was a special Best of Spaced screening, you know, which cool, I mean but they were one after the other, so conceivably I guess you could have gone to Z both or whatever, but they kind of appealed to maybe different kind different kinds of people. I don't know. But on Saturday night just to have like the like the, the people at the movie theater didn't know weren't could could barely keep track of where they were sending people because there was so many different preview screenings going on. And, you know, that just seemed really you know, it it was overkill. So you know but again society size and the things didn't necessarily tie in there was this thing called sex there was a sex, a sex comedy that's teen sex comedy that's coming hamlet 2 as much as i kind of enjoyed seeing it, it was like was was comic con the place for hamlet 2 uh, the rocker the new movie with rain wilson and then uh, death race at least i get the death race connection you know
2: oh, i would have saw that Actually, I think we got offered to see that, but we were like, it's Saturday night at Comic Con. We don't want to spend it in a in
3: addition movie to theater. a lot of parties. Yeah, yeah. there was a big, yeah. you know, there were a lot of big parties going on. And, and talk about the parties. Where'd you go? We didn't go to any.
4: Um, don't talk about the parties. I, we well, can't talk about the parties. We can't talk about the parties contractually, because then we won't
3: be invited to them again. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, but th- that's a different thing too. Is it used to be that you'd go? And you'd have one, you'd know like okay, there's a bar where a whole bunch of people meet. Now the publishers would usually have something secret, and they, you know, and if they knew you, you'd get invited, right? But now this year there was like the, this at the Hard Rock, the Wrath of Khan on Saturday night. So they took like the the biggest horror film stars and the biggest sci fi stars that they could that were going to appear at the con anyway.
2: Yeah, my connections told me that the party sucked.
3: I, I hadn't heard anything about it one way or the other afterwards, but. I could I could see perhaps, because it was really just a red carpet make the appearance mingle a little bit and bah, you know, what's there to do.
2: Mhm. So, I was at the uh Moron Life Fanboy Planet uh hotel party. Did you go to that? I, um It was a good one. <clears throat> it was a good one. It was exciting. I don't remember that. Some people were uh, even was taking off their shirts. Was, was that was after I, felt I felt,
3: Oh, no, that that was me. It was really yeah. hot. Oh. It was it was hot. Eek.
4: Okay. okay. Yeah. So is that cop, you know, our Comic-Con wrap-up? I'd say up?
3: that's our Comic-Con wrap-up. Yeah, okay. As far
2: as, I mean, it's so funny. It's like there was so much stuff. Okay, let's just real fast. So tease what the fans, the listeners have to look forward to. You had interviews with? Well, on uh,
3: on Saturday I got to sit down at the press conference for uh, Terminator Salvation, so I'll be transcribing that. So there's a lot of stuff out of that. Uh, Sunday I sat down with. Um, Did you not make it to the spirit one? No, I did not. Okay. Um, because I just knew that I, I, I couldn't overcommit. Um, I was, Sunday. I felt kind of overcommitted as I was. I sat in, I believe, Sunday with um, with Bruce Timm again, talking about the Wonder Woman and the, uh, the new Wonder Woman direct-to-DVD feature. Uh, I sat down with Derek Mears, the new Jason from Friday the 13th. Which was, uh, you know, kind of a big, big deal, I guess, to some people. Uh, then sh- you have
2: a couple Thursday, Friday, or no?
3: Well, yeah, I thought we talked about, it, but okay. Uh, and I sat down with Steve Coogan. So, okay. uh, so, so that we was, got a lot of was was Steve cool. Coogan. He is the star of Hamlet too, and he is also in Tropic Thunder, uh, in a very funny, though short role. Uh, yeah, and I, of course, sat down with all the entire cast of Watchmen.
2: Um, so you, so basically, fans have a lot to look forward to for so the those site. So
4: those will all be transcribed into articles on, that are appearing on the Fanboy on Planet Fanboy website Planet on the Fanboy Planet with website. photos.
3: With photos, I got some photos: uh, Simon Pegg, Jessica Hine, and Edgar Wright. So I got a little small. So over the next time time week, that, week and a half, week, week and a half. I haven't had a chance yet to do a doggone thing, but uh, I promise it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's all a- coming. So and yeah, photos so. by the gracious Lon Lopez And and Dave Tapia. <laughs> And Stephanie Rodriguez and probably Jeffrey Berman. Several people are sending me photographs, which is awesome.
2: And just on our side to look forward to is hopefully, I don't know how much like coherently I got of the Greatest American Hero panel, but we'll probably put a little something together for that. Oh, awesome. I believe Dennis McCall was there. That's Dennis McCall, yeah. I, got, I might have got a couple shots of him. Um, got a uh, interview with Javi and Matt Kiesler from the middleman mm-hmm. she'll be seeing some video of that to look forward to uh, Friday we interviewed Adam de Pena from code monkeys uh, he's also working with Dana I forget the last name but a the very
4: f- funny and wrong show it
2: is pretty wrong he's doing a new show he's promoting and he's working with a guy who's the voice of master Shake I forget the last name oh. but. I can remember that but uh, so that was a funny interview, and then of course Saturday we sat down with the voices of Futurama, Billy West, John DiMaggio, and Maurice Lamarche. I think that's how you say his last name. So yeah, so three vid- three big video interviews, maybe one panel. Uh, There's an irony here, by coming, the way, so. because
3: Lon, like we kind of discussed my my quote unquote appearance slash image at the con. For how I should look on on camera, and I never got any on camera because <laughs> <laughs> Lon was always off someplace else. Uh, also got Diedrich Bader, so I forgot right. to mention that. So that was kind of so cool. yeah.
2: So a lot of good gets, you know. We might not have had a lot of the panel coverage. I mean, we do have some. We had some reporters in there, so I mean, you'll get what you can. And but you have lots to look forward to of you know cool little interviews that you wouldn't normally catch. Mm-hmm. Cool. So take that CNN.
4: Well, speaking of Take That CNN, we are now joined... Wolf Blitzer? No, but bearded. We have with us... (laughs) If it was gray. Michael Goodson. There you go.
0: A non-Comic-Con attendee. Welcome to the
4: table. Thank you. Fellow non-Comic-Con attendee.
3: So now we turn this over to you guys because...
0: We've read comics We haven't this week. done anything. <laughs> Have you read anything this week? No, sir. Of course not. He's has nothing Lame. to say today. I've reading uh, War Journal by Richard Engel. If you'd like to know about the 2004 invasion of Fallujah, I'm uh, currently oh. versed, but comics, no.
3: Okay. Sorry. Well, it's ultimately more important, I think.
0: One could argue, yes. <laughs> One could. It is 2004, you know. But it's
3: still more reassuring to read comics okay so tell us what's happening in the non- real world we'll
4: do we'll just do some fast uh, quick uh, capsule reviews so okay, go ahead. one of the first things on my list was from last week was the scroll special hated it hated it did you read it no. no okay it's it's basically a it's a it's a 499 book it's huge and it's it's actually an encyclopedic reference to the scroll appearances throughout Marvel Comics history. So, in each one is actually fairly detailed. You know, full page, page and a half, uh, at the most, at least a half a page of explanation for any instance and the major characters. So, all the emperors, empresses, uh, people who had sex with Captain Marvel, uh, you know, all all those references. It's so, a scroll tell-all
3: book. That's at least three. Now, did did he get scroll piece?
4: Uh, they didn't mention that. Actually, it's. We're going to push that disease. At four ninety nine, it's it's. Uh, you really have to want to. It's. I don't think you really need this uh, guide to tell all the players. It, in it sounds like the invasion. secret files and
0: origins. It is. Kind of thing. It really felt that Did way you without pay money
4: for it? without the statistics. Yes, I bought it. For, okay, uh, I bought it.
0: Someone has extra
4: cash. So the, the next one was Rogue's Revenge, which. Did you read that one I as well? I did.
3: I reviewed it on Fanboy Planet. You might have seen that article. I,
4: I, I,
0: What's that web?
4: I didn't. Yeah.
3: That's okay, because I, I know. didn't want
4: to spoil it for myself. Well,
3: there you go. That's justification. In fact, Lon and I talked to Scott Collins. Cool. To the point that we actually know how to pronounce the name. No, I always Scott. knew. Scott. Two T's. I yeah. always
2: knew, but somebody else didn't. I like, because there's only one L. And he's so what did Stone you Collins. think
3: of the art?
2: I liked it. You
3: liked it because it was the it was the team that had been on the Flash for a long time. Yeah, and it was darker and grittier. Yeah, it was definitely. F- gar- it was kind I- of a
4: plug Vetch kind of feel to it. To me, oh, that's a, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Um,
3: so actually, Scott Collins uh, said he we could do an interview with him in the, in the near future about cool. it because the story and he did a sweet me. Flash drawing for Lon.
4: The story didn't grab me at the beginning, but by the end of it, I was pretty involved. I uh, liked the kid trickster, oddly enough. Um, oh, so
3: you weren't reading the, lo- the the run before, so you don't know these characters?
4: No, I wasn't. I was not reading. The okay, Flash well that's good. See, so, now that's
3: good to see that from yeah the out, sort of the outsider's perspective.
4: So, I mean, this I just picked this up. I did not read the. I actually didn't read the Death of the Flash. I recently bought a trade that I think leads up to that. Hated it. You hated it. Yeah, but anyway, I've, I've I enjoyed the. Um, The Pied Piper uh, story that Mm -hmm. preceded this in Countdown, I guess it was. So, yeah, yeah. looking forward to three issue miniseries. That's I think that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah. and it seemed like a tie-in that was really
3: strong. Yeah. uh, As opposed, opposed I like
4: these guys. There, you know, we're we're not going to go with Libra. We have our reasons for not trusting him. And yeah, ambush bug.
0: Shut up, love. Wait, wasn't good.
3: We haven't read it yet. I have. Because I came in here and the Steve hadn't actually pulled it, even though oh, I said before I left Steve. for a con, the one thing you could forget every other book, but don't forget Ambush Bug. What did he do? Forget it. But Rick, he did, tell us how it ends. But he did find it. No, he but did find the it. First, so it's in the stack.
4: Paradoxically, up to date and yet as if he never went away. Awesome. It's. It doesn't get any better than this. It's. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. But everybody's back. Everybody's back. In fact, the, the first issue. Um, That's a Verizon ad. <laughs> the, this first issue is a murder mystery, which I'm pretty sure doesn't get solved in the course of the issue. There are uh, many things in the Ambush Bugs. <laughs> and I'm not even sure at the end of the issue if there was actually a murder. So, hmm. um, How ambushy. Joni DC. Yeah. It's um, still pronounced Johnny. Johnny DC uh, is, uh, is the victim.
3: Hmm. I think they killed her once before.
4: Uh, perhaps I don't know. I think uh, they did. But but if you were a fan before, you're still a fan, and this is still gonna yeah, this for. is gonna appease anybody who was a fan. The cap run, Captain America run. Oh, you um, caught up uh, with uh, they brought the cap- Captain America back, the crazy racist Captain America from the fifties mm-hmm. back. Who blames uh, blames uh, Does he blame Nomad for the death of his Bucky?
3: Nomad is his Bucky.
4: Nomad. The new Nomad is his Bucky. Okay, I'm confused.
3: You are confused. That's right. That's right. No, that's right. Bucky, the actual Bucky, has taken on the mantle of Captain America. This is why it's so confusing. The 50s Captain America is Is blaming that guy for being, for having killed his Bucky. Right. The previous Nomad nomad was his Bucky. Right. So it's very confused.
0: The current Bucky killed his sidekick and now he's mad.
4: He's confused. But it's,
3: that it's not true.
4: Yeah. Don't try. Okay. But it's pretty cool because Bucky is having trouble with this guy looking and acting just like Steve and being faster right. and stronger than him. And uh, I, I like the way the, the, the characterization's just spot on in that book, right Brubaker. down to Faustus and. Brubaker is an amazing yeah.
3: writer. He's He has just kept it going. It's. I, like I said before, he's made it so I don't even care that Steve Rogers is still dead.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and the the uh, agent agent thirteen versus the uh, daughter of the red scroll, skull, the red skull. the red
3: skull. What is your problem, man?
4: You've know. had sleep. Skull this and week. Come on, there get we it together. Go. The daughter. What is her name? Krill. Krill. No. Is
0: it kill? What is her
4: <laughs> no. name?
3: Um, Freckles. Pepper.
4: Pepper? It, wouldn't it no. the
3: Red Skulls daughter's name as Pepper? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's Evil Jailbait is what her yes. name is. <laughs>
0: really? Sweet. Yeah. I got to start reading didn't that you, book. <laughs> didn't you, you buy should read album? it. You should.
4: It's, it's damn good. But Yeah. Uh, right. their, their cat fight throughout the, the issue with uh, knives and throats and stuff. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then the next thing was Dark Tower finally finished. The uh, long, <laughs> which when you have to preface it by saying it that way, Dark Tower finally finished. Yeah. So it's like, really,
3: is that what is that going to end well? <laughs> yeah, I don't think. You
4: know, I am a big, big, big Stephen King Dark Tower fan, and this one, this one should have been the one I've been waiting for because it's new story. The previous one was a rehash of a section of Wizard and Glass and uh, Dark, just, Dark Tower, Wizarding Glass. If I can
3: say it, and I don't think it's a spoiler, I couldn't figure out what was what was supposedly going on with Shimi.
4: Yeah. You've read all of uh, yeah, Dark Tower, yeah, yeah, so you know Shimi shows up again later. I don't right? remember that. Okay. Um,
3: but it didn't, I mean, it was just... It doesn't was, really matter. It was handled so ambiguously... Yeah. You know that what should have been the big the big dramatic arc for me didn 't work at all. I
4: think the real problem here is they're they 're pacing these things for graphic novels, and unfortunately, I think this is a longer story that they 're currently in it 's going to end with the battle Battle of Jericho Hill for anybody who's a fan and knows the uh, the legend and lore of uh, the Dark Tower, they, and if you were, want, to write
3: in and let us know you're breathing. Editor they re- they at FanboyPlanet.com. I'd appreciate it. But they do refer. to I you. swear, if I go to one more con and say, "Oh, we talked to you. Yeah, I fanboy," or "Fanboy Radio," or "Fanboy Schmuckulas," you know, whatever. I, I'm tired of it.
0: Really, once we switched over to the podcast format, largely, uh, we were asking for the Fanboy Radio comparison. No, that
3: one's fair. That one's fair. That one's I fair. It
0: wasn't go. fair four years ago, but it is no, now. <laughs> now. Yeah. Okay.
4: True, true. I didn't even see them at the con. Again, part of, uh, part of the, the next part of the story starts up, I guess, in September. So it's not too long to wait for the ne- next arc. We had to wait several months between yeah, yeah. the original arc of this and this latest story. So uh, it left me flat. I'm not recommending it to friends who have read The Dark Tower. Uh, Maybe when it all gets collected. Sure, tell
0: me after I've purchased the first six issues. Did I recommend it to you?
4: No, No.
3: but uh, but actually, I did. I had dinner Thursday night with a couple of retailers who said that that yeah that that the. It's not the long road. Yeah, the long road. Long home. Road that it has not sold nearly as well yeah. as as the gunslinger. It's all bar. a
4: dreamland story. There's very little action. Very and little a lot plot of spiders. So. So, yeah, you what? paid oh, huge. <laughs> yes. yeah, there you go. <laughs> but on the <laughs> other, on the other hand, something that is collected as a graphic novel. An immense uh, volume of work is Scott McCloud's Zot. Which I've read, like, one of the, the first trade paperback of that, so I was looking
3: forward to that. Yeah, I mean, I, totally I read the whole series there.
4: when it first came out. Of course I'm, I'm looking forward to... Back in the 30s when it was... Back in uh, the... It's 32, as think. said in, before. Running
3: in the Chicago Tribune. It
4: was, uh, yeah, in the Herald. It was a Hearst paper, wasn't it? It was. Yellow Kid was on the other side. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, uh a
3: little <laughs> too old for my taste. Go ahead.
4: So, uh, Zot, someone from the f- future of 1965 or something comes back into the past of our present-day... And brings all kinds of craziness with him. There's monkeys. There's robots. There's interdimensional travel. Is there cheese. Uh, there's probably cheese at some point. Okay, in it. excellent. It's a beautiful cover, all black and white, primarily white, with little silver highlights on it. Would,
3: by the way, I do have to ask you, since you mentioned monkeys and cheese, I, I mentioned the you cheese mentioned cheese. And during our summer movie preview, the movie you seemed most eager for me to include was Space Chimps.
4: Space so did you see it? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs>
0: Of course not. He'd never go see that. I know. <laughs> right. it's like, I'd have DVD all over it. <laughs> I'm waiting for the... Really? Did not have DVD? I'm I was thinking for the more pre-press? like
3: Cartoon Network. We T-voted for the kids, kind of.
0: I was thinking of never watching it, frankly. <laughs> I'm waiting that's for because
3: the, your daughter's not old enough to make her own choices yet. True.
0: A <laughs> couple I, years.
4: I assumed if I was enthusiastic about it, I'd go to the free press screening. But no. How'd that work out? It didn't work out. No. American flag. I Forgot
3: about that. I too.
4: American flag. We talked about. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's
3: already been ha- been yeah. gone over. So, so that was. What it?
4: else you got? That was it for me in comics. Okay, I read, read a number of other things like Old Man Wolverine. Lon, 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 Lon and I both uh, have read.
2: Darn it! Now. I love the second issue. We, we did you? Yeah.
4: So it's still going. That's yeah. great. It's uh, good. I like the fact that they are making uh, the Blind Hawkeye into the Zen Archer character, and he's he's driving the jeep.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, and they're driving the spider buggy. Yeah. from you know the toys or whatever. So. Oh, it was actually in a
4: couple. Was of that in the comic? Yeah, it yeah. was. But I think, and apparently, it, has a terrific suspension. Yeah, because
3: yeah. they did need to have an excuse to make the spider buggy for the Mego yeah. toys. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah.
4: So good times. That's a good book. It's uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're taking the characterization of Wolverine here pretty nicely, and I like seeing the variant uh, children of the Hulk who are all hill, redneck hillbillies. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Hmm. So
0: this is an alternate what it, if it's kind
4: a, of I it's they haven't actually said that it's in or outside of context, but it is 50 years in the future after a devastating attack by the villains who killed all the almost all the heroes.
0: And this is in the regular
3: Wolverine book. Yes yeah. it is. Old Man Logan. Okay. old yeah. man
4: Logan story. Yep. So, that's a recommend.
3: Okay, well, uh, and sort of speaking of well, the the Archer thing, I, I, we go to, we can go to movies, and in the wake of Comic Con, there's a lot of talk uh, that Warner Brothers is really happy with that Supermax script with Green Arrow, yeah, and they're going to move forward because they, of course, as we know, in the wake of Iron Man and Hulk doing really well, and in the wake of the Dark Knight uh, blowing everything out, blowing of everything the- out of the water, they're going, huh? Oh, we can, and they really want to push Green Arrow. So, uh, Supermax is being uh, allegedly being fast tracked.
4: Isn't is amazing how they don't think they can push Superman? Um, or
3: let's not. E- uh, let me tell you what. The, uh, like the saddest thing for me last week, I noticed when we were checking into the hotel. I think Wednesday, Wednesday night, Tuesday night. When, yeah, it must have been Wednesday. We went to the hotel and saw on TV they had um, an episode of Fear itself that a uh, horror yeah, anthology. Yeah and there was Brandon Routh and I looked up and I went there's Brandon Routh on a t- bad TV movie with the, the, the some chick from the CW hey man's WB. gotta eat okay? I know but I thought in the wake of Superman the movie Christopher Reeve became a star right somewhere in time Brandon Routh got to be on an NBC horror anthology summer He'll, fill-in he's series gonna he's gonna, gonna commit
0: suicide <laughs> <is> he? <laughs> he's gonna be in uh, I'm scared maybe <laughs> I'm really scared
2: yeah, he's go gonna ahead. be in Kevin Smith's new movie Is he? Zach and Mary or whatever. He He plays a gay guy. Shocking. That that was reported. No,
3: no, no. He got married just a couple months ago. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to be back for Man. I mean, they've said he is and he isn't, and then Brian Singer is and isn't going to work on it, so I think they're going to go with someone. Well, by the time they get another
2: Superman movie made, they'll have to find a whole new. You know, actor from that different generation. So
4: I think they should just t- take the Superman story and put it back in the 30s. Well, <laughs> maybe he can only leave. Nor you know, yeah. all they he can do is you is no, just, very you just you know very good. Good.
3: you just go ahead and can and finish up Smallville and cast Tom Welling because sure. they're sure they're yeah because that guy doesn't
2: want to play anything other than Superman <laughs> yeah. uh, he can't
3: yeah. Uh but the uh, you know because actually the, the weird news out of the con weird for me because I still haven't watched season seven of Smallville is. They're bringing the Legion of Superheroes in. Jeff Johns is going to write oh, an episode really? with the Legion of Superheroes oh coming God. from the future. I'm like, wait a minute. Which Legion? They've bobbled almost every other introduction of, of the characters that I really liked. I mean, I didn't like their mix of look. I mean, their Green Arrow was cool. Green Arrow was fine. But he's, but he's Batman, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so the Legion, that kind of really pushes that level of reality. I... I just, I, I'm afraid. I'm intrigued. Yeah, you got
0: some odd-looking people in the Legion. I mean, that's, well, that's going to be a lot of costumes and makeup.
3: Um, they, I mean, they pushed further because they've had a they had a Bizarro this sure. year. Yeah. Um, they've got a. Really, they had Brainiac. Yeah, sort of I mean, He looked like Spike. Spike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, when they um, had a, apparently a Jamie Black-Nary.
2: Barber from Battlestar Galactica is playing Doomsday. You yeah, Bamber? Bamber, Bamber. He's playing Doomsday? He's playing Doomsday.
3: <laughs> wow, that's that's kind of odd he's, he's to gotta, me. Okay, yeah. but that's better than what I'd heard. I, I was afraid there because he he's in his at least his late twenties, right? Okay. So I mean one log line I'd read on, on Doomsday was like he was a brooding teen that they called Doomsday because everything he does, you know, it's like everything turns to crap around him, and so he's just like bad luck. And I thought, oh my gosh, if that's Doomsday—that's just stupid. So maybe if it's Jamie Bamber, there might be something a little different that will intrigue me. I British don't know. accent,
4: a British accent. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need with your Superman, mm, with your, villains? Or your villain. To, uh, yeah, well, or yeah, Brainiac
3: didn't they took you know uh, James Marsters uh, did his American accent yeah, did. as as Brainiac, which was weird. You know, I haven't Even watched. Even though
2: he's from Modesto, yeah, I haven't watched Smallville. Is it good?
4: Occasionally, it's okay. Okay.
2: I think it's so the most frustrating... Wa- don't waste your time. Okay, so one of the
3: most frustrating things about that series is that it's... When it's good, it's really good and satisfying, but it's it's like a Saturday Night Live. One every, out of every three episodes is... And I might be high in my That's high in the Saturday <laughs> Night Live. I'm okay. thinking one
0: a season in Saturday
3: Night Live. Okay, how about... Uh, yeah, all right. It's, anyway. It was more consistently entertaining than... Birds of Prey. Uh, but, Indeed. you know, there's nothing a heck of a lot. So uh so that's we I mean one of the things we were t- we talked about the l- the last podcast on on episode 100 about how there'd been allegedly this big summit meeting about d c trying to and Warner trying to figure out you know what are we going to approach these properties? Well, one of the things is that Warner Brothers snapped up they're the ones that going to do the animated uh, elf quest <laughs> and we talked about but up until a year and a half ago because d c was publishing it, it would have been Warner's to have for a song right. And because DC wasn't interested in pushing ElfQuest paraphernalia, the Peonies left. And so it cost Warner Brothers four or five times what it would have for Here's my take on it, though. Go ahead.
4: Iron Man was probably the least known hero of the summer as far as movies went. Mm -hmm. Um, But still better known than... Than ElfQuest? ElfQuest. (laughs) True. Still better known, arguably, than Green Arrow.
0: Okay, but at ElfQuest will be one of those things where <clears throat> you'll have to tell people it's from a comic.
4: Yeah, but I mean, you have a like you Road have, to Perdition, or you have like this that. this thing about okay, am I going to go see this movie? Who's in it? I don't know that character. I don't know anything about them. Maybe I'll go see something else. ElfQuest. Oh, it's kind of like you know, it's like Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, the cast. Right?
3: Elijah Wood is. Yeah. Still
0: Remember Liv Tyler? We've got a whole cast yes. of them. <laughs> well, <laughs> well so. sold, but. Yeah.
3: CGI squished. Damn. Yeah.
4: That's
3: okay. Midget.
4: Live titers. They're action figure size. Mm. I did
3: it. (laughs) Okay. And and, and probably the most heartbreaking thing I I got confirmed out of the con Keanu Reeves is going to be plastic. (laughs) Yeah, I heard. Ha ha. (laughs) That was confirmed. You just shut up. Yeah, Yeah. he apparently confirmed it in the Day the
4: Earth Stood Still panel.
0: And the Earth Stood Still (laughs) for Derek.
4: (laughs) So the other thing that we had uh, talked about beforehand was the DC Universe online.
3: Yes. Didn't get to see as much of it as I wanted to, but I did watch a couple of uh, demos of people playing because they were demoing all weekend long. And
4: I actually saw some footage of, of gameplay and an explanation as to what the game was and about. And
0: I watched an interview with Jim Lee.
4: There you go. So wow, together we should G- all
0: have something to say about That was it. the
4: one on G4, wasn't it? Go. Yes. Okay. So Lon, <laughs> what did you think?
2: <laughs> um... I had never played City of Heroes. and what I, I asked you first. When I saw the little demo, it looked kind of fun and cool. Yeah. So it looked like you could create a character and then run around the city and shoot guns and yeah,
0: yeah. fire. That's exactly fun. what I thought. I thought, that looks like City of Heroes. Yeah,
4: exactly. And my son, who is innocent as any 18-year-old can be, looked at me and said, Dad, they just ripped off City of Heroes. Uh-huh. So, Actually, hey,
0: that that whole memorp genre, you know, it, it's it's just a copy of a copy of, a copy of a copy. I've never pronounce it before. I oh, refuse no. to say mmorpg. Mmorpg? Just just you just said. You just said. If you
3: say it backwards, you'll be banned from the podcast for ninety days. Really?
4: Yes. You go back to your dimension.
3: Actually, you don't have to say it. We can ban you. Uh, yeah, but I think the developer actually is. That's why. That's why NCSoft bought out. Cryptic Studios, the development team of City Heroes, went to Sony okay. to develop the DC Universe Online game.
4: But they, the, we can say visually, we can say with respect to the fact that it's superheroes, but it's also the structure of what you do in the game. You go places, you talk to the leading heroes, you get missions, you go off and run the missions, you come back, that's how you advance and mm-hmm. that's how you play. Which that's is City, of, City heroes. of Heroes. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily... But with Ambush Bug... Who will really? give you quests? Yeah, I great. Ambush don't. bug gives you a question. Uh, log off. Go make a sandwich. and Come back. <laughs> <laughs> <That'd> be
3: great.
1: <laughs> okay. Or back with a go. new
4: creepy
3: technology, he actually teleports behind you in <laughs> your living room. Yeah, <laughs> and says, H-h-h-h. "Made you look." Shows <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah.
0: I would like the ambush bug to be in a timer. Like if you click him, like. To get your reward, he'll yeah. say it's only been thirty seconds. You didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, <laughs> but not forty dollars and ten dollars a month funny.
4: Yeah,
3: no. the but The only difference again, if I maybe
0: free beta test funny. If I'm uh. correct, we'll
3: see. If I if I'm correct in my in what I read about it, is that it's possible, and maybe City of Heroes added on to this. I haven't played that game in two years, but. Uh, that it's possible that in, you won't just get missions from Batman. You might be able to encounter Batman fighting somebody and help him. Yeah. And so you could technically do team-ups with established.
0: Well, what what Jim characters. Lee said in his interview is that you would not only get quests from the people, but that you would act out uh, well-known comic book events in the DC universe. Like, you would go okay. fight in the Sinestro Corp War. I, well, I read the, I I read the interview
3: that he gave or in play Robin and the Death and the
2: Family. Uh, USA Today. <laughs> and he
3: Can said... someone res me?
0: Not hey, for I'm years. Girl. We voted
3: against him, yeah. Who's that at the door? Uh, but that also that the things that happen in the game are going to affect DC continuity. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, BS. Really, that's BS. what Jim Lee
0: said. They I, always say that. Yeah. I know. It's promotional. When we all
3: know that there is no such thing anymore as be DC watching.
4: continuity, they'll be you're going to sign the world's strangest uh, eula when you sign up for the game. I Anything mean, you do could turn into a comic book.
3: at Comic Con at the first at the no 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 that the that the, the, the missions they play out are going to be things that happen, In but comics. that uh, at the DC Nation panel, like Dan DeDio said, you know who here like Final Crisis and people raise their hands and he goes yeah anybody can tell me what it's about <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like dude stop insulting our touche it's <laughs> <This> about $2.99 <laughs> cents, Dan I think it's $3.99 I'm, it not sure. I'm not sure nice covers by J.G. Jones that's all I know yeah um, or artwork by J. I don't know who's doing the covers but uh, yeah, so I mean, it looked okay. What it, we, uh, Lon and I, briefly walked by and saw demos of Ultimate Alliance two, and the new Spider-Man Web of Shadows out of Activision, um, and Ultimate Alliance did exactly. Were you there the year that they were uh, like doing? You could audition for Ulti, to be a, the voice of Namor in Ultimate Alliance. No. Okay, so but that they,
4: footage made it into the game.
3: Yeah, so they had um, so they had another audition booth for Ultimate Alliance two. For so I, I don't remember which, voice. which voices you could because by the time I got over there, it was like they had to shut down for the day because it was you know it was too late. But uh, so I didn't get back over to do an audition. I mean, because it went so well the first time. Um, <clears throat> Punisher. Punisher. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I I can, I can now announce I will be the Punisher in the third movie because the second movie I just opened and closed last week. I don't know if you noticed that, but
2: no, I didn't. No.
3: Uh, I wanted
2: to go see it, but I was sick that day.
3: Okay, yeah. Anyhow. So that was the thing we were going to say at a con, that, that uh, Lionsgate totally buried. Uh, this does not bode well for a movie we already weren't looking forward to that much. Punisher, what's the subtitle? War, War, Journal. Journal. War Journal. War Journal. That they had a panel at 8 o'clock yeah. on Thursday night for, or it was, maybe it was Thursday, maybe even Friday, a night when everybody's already at time. I just when saw it, the preview for this. Everybody's already
2: gone out drinking.
3: Is and, it,
4: was it old? I mean, they just... Didn't they just release a new preview for War Journal? Yeah. It's a lot of shooting. It's just like...
2: No, yeah, there's like a Red Band trailer out or something, I think. Okay, yeah. Okay. A lot so of heads saying, exploding. At and Comic-Con, yeah.
4: they very much downplayed it.
2: Yeah.
3: They very much made it hard to find, hard to... Well, to you attempt. know the
2: reason why, right? No Travolta. Well, there's well, that, too. There's that. Dancing and, uh dancing. The Joey's going to be in it. The Joey Travolta. He'll be in it. But uh, Wow. That's, yeah. And he's Frank a, Stallone. He's a gaffer. But, uh, no, the, the director got... Uh, got canned. Yeah, got booted. I thought it was
4: funny in the trailer that when they get around to the end and they're telling you what the movie is, right, it, it comes on War Journal Punisher. It's like, really? I'm confused. <laughs> no, it should be. Bury the lead. Punisher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. bury the lead. So. Well,
3: I mean, Lon had a theory earlier that perhaps this is another case of Marvel is just anxious to get the Punisher back into their into their film universe. Because his Lionsgate film is, the last, uh, I think, the last of the deal they might have with Lionsgate. Oh, burn through so that. So if you sort of just burn through it and, yeah. and kind of talk. And then it you off. can
2: do a relaunch like you did with the Hulk. And Batman. And just kind of say, hey, forget all isn't, those other movies Isn't we had. War Journal
0: already a relaunch?
2: It kind of
3: is. Uh, what I like oh, yeah. is just, no, I'm sorry, the official word now in Hollywood, which I think is just it's lame re-watched. and hilarious, requel. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what they called the Incredible Hulk was a
2: requel.
0: I thought the city can f- fall into the ocean.
2: But <laughs> isn't that what Scooby-Doo calls a sequel? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, a
0: oh. sequel. sequel. Oh, I can't do the voice. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Well. Hmm.
4: So, the other thing that was on my list, you got go uh, ahead. What was else on your list? Another online property, this time the adaptation of the graphic novel Watchmen to video form. Never heard of it. And you never heard of The Watchman? No, oh, it's too bad.
3: I thought I made you watch that. I, mean, I made you read that. That's like I one
0: know, of those classics I
3: you I actually I have. Know, I but know. know, but I just want to make sure. I did borrowed your copy. Yes, that's, that's true. I thought, yeah. In
0: fact, on my Amazon wish list, it said uh, I need to get this now, otherwise I'm going to have to borrow Derek's copy again. <laughs> <laughs> and sales because I'd like to reread it right before. And
3: the, sales, right? by the way, have gone through the roof. For the hey,
4: right? go to a library, yeah, read a new copy. Absolutely, oh, it's amazing how many people in the theater. Actually understand the property You know that the, We're mm-hmm. sitting there For Batman admittedly But even then It's an, an older graphic novel But I'd say
3: I, 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 I know that the car D'Angelo at Earth 2 uh, Ordered like I, I think 50 And has sold out Wow And that's just In the last two weeks I'm trying to reorder so And that, I have know. a
4: lending copy In my house Check Usually out. It's been running around my office Different people in, in my office Have been borrowing it to read it It has legs It has uh, it has legs. I had
2: heard a disturbing rumor about the Watchmen movie, though, and you disagreed, or maybe I'm not sure. What's the disturbing rumor? I was reading either USA Today or something that was was previewing Comic Con last week that they had something said something that you know slight changes had to be made to the movie or whatever, and they said a different. They said something like changes were made to the catastrophic ending. I have heard from a couple different sources that there's a different ending. And that bums me out because my favorite part of Watchmen is yeah. the ending. And so there's a lot
3: of people that have a problem with that. They say it's way too Twilight Zony and that they that they're that even internally at the time there's a big argument internally, editorially, about was that the ending that they should have had.
4: Because it takes the story off a little bit out of its uh, – I
3: think the biggest thing that I'm concerned cramming. about that I read afterwards was that Zack Snyder is, ar- is still arguing with Warner Brothers. He wants to do a three-hour cut, and they want to cut it down to uh, two hours.
4: Don't give in, Zach.
3: And well, his argument is if Dark Knight can come in at wh- whatever it's you know t- it's about two and and a
4: half, two and two hours three. Yeah,
3: you know that that you know that's that's Batman. Yeah. Watchmen
4: is so much more.
3: It's so much more. You've yeah. got to get as much. I the mean, trailer
0: says it's the most acclaimed graphic novel is, of all time. And he's already
3: completely cut tails the Black Freighter out. It's to the make Lord a DVD of the and under the hood. So you know those things were already filmed in their entirety and it will be a separate dvd release so he's done what he could well i have
2: a suggestion for Zack snyder to make it come in at the right time yeah stop making every scene slow motion because if you speed it up to normal speed it goes faster i think you made that joke in friday night's podcast oh darn yeah
3: i I don't know why you're agreeing i know you didn't listen
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> okay. But
2: I am known to repeat jokes. <laughs> well, that's true. I think I made it to you and not on the podcast. Okay, not maybe not. Sure. But speaking
4: of slower, what they've also done with the graphic novel now is they've turned panel by panel the graphic novel into a video that you can download right now, the first episode of on iTunes. For two and for two mm. bucks, you'll is it like a, a
2: sitcom or something? Like, no, it's it's, it's The Watchmen. It is
4: uh, the Rorschach it drops it a the back guy up down an
3: elevator shaft. Oh, Rorschach!
4: <laughs> it's the panels from the uh, from the graphic novel, somewhat animated. Um, when you first mentioned this a couple weeks ago, I think, uh, because we were making jokes about the. Um, uh. Oh, them. no, no. This was, we were talking about the Marvel, the Marvel F. About anime. Invincible.
3: We were talking about Invincible, okay. the series.
4: So this one, this one actually, they take the still panels and they animate aspects of them. So there might have been somebody who was taking a drink and the arm will actually come up to take a drink. At the same time, okay. you will see a word balloon. And at the same time, there's a voiceover of that word balloon. You know, for better or, or for
3: worse, does the same thing with their daily strip. Do they? And eyes blink, which really freaked me oh, out. Oh, ta- yeah, we talked about that. It's <laughs> like, wait a minute, something just moved. <laughs> I'm just reading a comic strip. Can I just say, too, though, that... Uh, you're ashamed I'm reading for better or for worse?
2: I think this might be the one property that actually makes the term graphic novel stick. You know what I mean? Like, hasn't it been a weird... I don't know about you guys, but do you... I still call them comics. I don't know. I mean, do you...
3: Well, you know, I get... I mean, if we... I get annoyed are, when somebody talks about like a six issue miniseries as a graphic go, novel. Say it's, graphic. it's a trade. It's a trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I mean, it was released serially. So I guess eh.
4: But this is a graphic novel because it has a definite in and beginning and ending and the pacing of it is is mm-hmm. novel and and they wrap up all oh, of the storylines. Oh, it story reads lines, like a it. novel. It's yeah. so,
2: you know. Whereas if you're going to read like,
4: The Death of Superboy trade, there's, right, but I'm just saying. But you're catching but, the middle. Well, I of said, and, and maybe
3: this will make you feel good about being confident. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan is playing the comedian, uh-huh. and so when I talked to him, he said, you know, he's read it 25 times, and it was like, and this huge revelation, and every time I see something new, yeah, and I and I'm like, well, welcome to our world, you know. But but I, said, I was like, and, you know. and had you read it before you got cast? And he goes, no. Yeah, you know, so he's got, he's gotten so absorbed by playing the comedian. Well, there's stuff that I mean, that the, the second to.
4: reading is probably the most the biggest bang for that because you read the first first issue, not too big a spoiler, it's an old one, but and I'm not saying how you see him, but you see Rorschach before you see Rorschach yeah, in that, but you don't realize that until you come back to it later and reread it oh, after the ingenious. middle of the series, yes. yeah. And everything he's doing is in character. I mean, you, you understand where, why he's right. there and what he's doing. and Yeah. Right. It's brilliant.
2: I just, my whole point with that, though, is just hasn't the comic industry been trying to get the term graphic novel to stick? I mean, just so they could get away from the whole comic book title? I mean, it used agreed. to
4: be they, they published graphic novels. Uh, Death of Captain Marvel was not uh, well. That was the sh-
2: first one they tried to do as the graphic novel, right? And Marvel, then there was like well, an X Men.
4: Marvel graphic novel right. was a series of right. you know it was, uh, it was uh, some of them were pretty lame. They did so Conan you're talking stories.
0: about. Things are actually published as
4: novels. As, as, a, that's, as that's a graphic your, novel. And your
0: bar for what is a graphic
4: no, novel? No, I'm saying that a, a real... I, I don't have a problem with a miniseries being called a graphic novel because it had, it had the pacing for a novel. It may have had... It, the, the worst thing about it is an artificial breakage because they break at a regular number of pages, so the story has those... Every I issue guess I would, e- I would say
3: something it. like Planet Hulk, which comes out of a regular monthly Hulk book, and you say, that's a graphic novel. No,
4: it's just, no because it had stuff paper paperback of a storyline. There was precedent before it in the storyline that you have mm-hmm. to tell in flash. I thought
2: originally and, the graphic novel is something like like a death of the Captain Marvel that was released solely to be because it was a longer bigger story yeah, and it, it was weird-old. sold, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. It, it was uh, it was not anything related to any comic book and it was just it Mike thing it was yeah. a yeah.
2: But I'm just saying, though, now the term seems to. Because I've seen a couple news reports and everything else. People like, oh, and so and so, the graphic novel. And I just. It kind of irks me because I'm like, call it what it is. It's a comic book. Well, you know.
4: You have to understand that the press are full of idiots. As we uh, talked about earlier with the, with the
3: Kevin Smith thing. Oh, but, you know, the reality is you still call it a comic book. And there are people, or some people call it funny books. And then they, the still, complain, and they still complain about. But it's not very comic. It's not very funny. And I see. You know, I've had to defend this a couple times with people at work, and say like, "Well, I guess they were called comics because originally they were comic.
4: Originally, it was the yellow kid it's yellow kid. It's not an
0: abbreviation of comical or a shortened version of comical. It is no based on the comic strip, but it's no longer a strip, so we just but, call them. Right. But but comics. but
3: even a comic strip isn't always. Comical, So I, was saying, sure. I think it actually is called... Look at called Family Circus. <laughs> Look
2: at Rex Morgan.
0: Garfield over the last 20 years. You know what? This
3: isn't the first time we've referenced Family Circus. Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> <Amen>. oh, <laughs> uh, Mark Trail, Ziggy. Oh, that's just sad. Okay. But maudlin strip doesn't... I'm tripping off the tongue. But anyway, I want because it's
4: free and because I, you guys all should go out and watch that first must episode. We? Yes, you must. I still have to catch up on the Venture Brothers this week. E?
0: Oh, only because it's free.
4: It's it's okay. and and you need to be we, we need to have But it's you know, more. I'm I, you gonna,
0: I'm going to end up on Alan Moore's list for doing it. But only cuz it's I free. hate okay. to
3: tell you this, but you're already on Alan Moore's list.
0: It's true. I saw League of Extraordinary, Extraordinary Gentlemen in the theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah, was a free screening. Yeah. Still
3: And you kind of enjoyed it <laughs> It's easy to get uh, on his list Yeah it's, it's
4: very easy to
0: <laughs> I still enjoy League
3: Extraordinary very easy to get on his list
4: um, So I guess uh, the other thing we were going to talk about was Dark Knight The Dark Knight I think everybody has seen it. seen it I have now seen it Now I have to say let's all stop for a second We have to admit that of the four of us One person stood out as probably having the biggest restless leg syndrome about this movie possible um, Yeah so, come on, come on, Good Michael. Up pony Michael, up to the microphone, Michael. Let's eat some crow. What did you? Uh, was it everything you dreamed of?
0: It is uh, perfect in every way, my friend.
4: Okay. Wow.
0: And you are not that keen on sequels. And, that,
3: and, and I, I am not.
0: I, I usually prefer the origin to the further adventures. But mm-hmm. that that movie is perfect in every way. It. I remember watching Batman Begins and thinking. As I, I believe I t- said at the time you reached over that uh, that I I kept expecting it to make that turn into a crappy film, and it never did, and I was like that through the entire length of the original. After about 15 minutes of this, pretty much after that first scene with the Joker, yeah, I thought it's going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Time. It,
4: uh, the Joker had me at the magic trick.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, the magic trick was... <laughs>
3: ta
4: <It's> like, ta-da. <laughs> And he's just like, ah. <laughs> okay, you've yeah. got it. You're the Joker. you got it. Let's
0: do, let's do nothing but those films from now on, people. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Bale can beat up whoever he wants for all I care as long as he keeps playing. He didn't actually beat... It. I'm just,
3: you know. No, he he spoke harshly to his mother. That's what pa- what passes for assault. I know. This, my
0: mother comes to me and is like, you like the guy? I know. He hit his mom. I was like, no, I, he didn't. He didn't. I had that conversation Look, with several this people. This is assault touching you.
3: When your alcoholic coke head mom mm-hmm. comes in and says, you're not taking care of me, Mr. Big Shot. I You came out of me. And he says, go away. That's not assault.
2: Yeah. So he's kind of like Eminem Brits. now. Or oh, no, I mean, he's
3: not fat. We've all <laughs> Yo, Eminem no. got fat. Oh, Eminem got fat. <laughs> I haven't seen him.
0: <laughs> Too many M&Ms. Wow. So what about you,
2: Eminem lot? Looks like me. Wait a minute. Um, I'm I'm pretty much right there with Goodson. I thought it was a pretty flawless movie. Um, the one small tiny thing that bothered me, which I was okay with, it's just I noticed was Christian Bale with his deep talking voice, and it just seemed like. He was going way overboard with a. I have to have a scary voice. voice. And it just kind of. Well, blew he has, me out he of has the... to
0: disguise his voice. I understand, but he... it just seems so. He is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it just seems yeah. so over the
2: top. But yeah. other than that, I had no. The only other thing. But you know, if I were in the dark, dark and that like... was
3: like reaching out and, and trying to beat the crap out of me, I, I would Really? That's a little over the top! <laughs> yeah, I would have been all like. Why You're are you fake. disguising your voice? <laughs> what are you, Megatron? <laughs> You probably Don't let the have P a pee running down, down my leg. Fool you!
0: You're faking that voice. And then
2: one <laughs> no. other one other question for the table: Did anybody else? And and granted, like I said, I love the movie. So this is just just for curiosity. Did anybody else have a small problem with the cell phone bat radar part of the film? No. Did that no. start to take it like out of the no reality? no what
3: I no it didn't take it out of the reality for me. And I know people have made it comment. Just talk about it being I just like started feeling commentary. very
2: Schumacher. No, no, I just—I'm talking about the actual effect of it. <laughs> I felt Schumacher. Oh, I, I, I got a little oh, Schumacher no, at the end. No, it was kind of like I, I didn't—I didn't feel that. But right. here's the only point: was that the whole movie they're trying to like ground this in reality, and he's got all these cool gadgets and weapons, and they all. Let me
3: ask you something, my naive friend. Sure. You think they can't do that, and that it wouldn't look like that?
2: Well, I mean, when his eyes started glowing, it kind of just it was just a small but, thing but you know the all.
3: glowing eye thing for me was that it was a way to get in the way he looks in the comic book yeah okay and and that's that right. was just like when they did that i went nice yeah, yeah i was really excited by that i mean comic.
0: it was an exciting scene i just it, felt it just didn't like it, need as much radar when uh, just, morgan freeman was describing the whole thing right right, right. by the way oracle yeah mm. yeah
3: um and, and and it certainly kicked butt over the moment of batman forever when they did essentially the same thing with with Val Kilmer,
2: mm-hmm.
3: where it's like, oh no, no a I agree. I just felt up. like it was almost yeah.
2: like, did he really need it at the end? I mean,
4: it worked in the sense of the story. I think what it did was it got around the idea that the Joker is just so damn smart that he can he can pull this stuff off and not be found. So they had to have some kind of some kind of well, jump to get device. ahead of him. Yeah,
2: yeah, but there also
4: was that commentary of the and that he had to go slightly outside the law to to accomplish it. He had to violate right. More, violate, or, yeah. and he had to promise that he never would again. One time use and it's over. Yeah, no, I understand the edge?
2: reason why they put it in. I'm just saying did it bother anybody else? Cuz no. I'm just saying for me it was it was a small thing. I, I still enjoyed it, but it was one of those things where I wish if they all if they could have found just a little better way to just make Batman more of a just yeah. a natural badass and st- I mean, granted he is surrounded in tech and mm-hmm. whatever, but it just felt like in the first movie and the most of this movie it was very non-technical i mean it was very just or, you know, organic but i don't, you know what i mean
4: like see i think i it didn't bother me as much because the i think it was one of those things where to get past it you had to pay a price right to get to get to the joker he had to pay oh, a price oh no no, no I, under, I understand to to that it. aspect and i was just talking about so the visuality I didn't, buy, of it. I didn't buy the i didn't buy the technology that much but i bought it enough that the fact that it wasn't the whole thing, that and by he also the way, pays the dramatic price How yeah. about and I I Tiny
3: Lister's it. cameo in that, huh?
2: It was great. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I nice. mean, it
3: was just it's so much to think about in that movie. And one of the things that I like very complex, one of the, the, the just the little thing, and why I like what pushed this beyond every other superhero franchise, including the previous Batman's Batman ones, was the cameo at the beginning with Killian Murphy. As Scarecrow, again, the problem I've had with the Spider-Man movie, well, I've had many, including the musical numbers. But but one of the problems I've had with the Spider-Man movies, it feels like Spider-Man only fights supervillains during the movies. And then for two years, nobody has superpowers but Spider-Man. Right. And this is like, okay, Batman has been probably, you know, the Scarecrow has been on and off, getting caught and breaking out all along. And it was just and just it was so casual, so tossed off.
0: That the, yeah. the middle part of that movie where he goes to Japan or China uh-huh. and, and brings that down, I thought great. Yeah. We should see more of him like bringing down major crime organizations that don't have super freaks in them. That was great. Loved it because yeah.
3: then it ups the ante. I mean, the jo- the point the Joker makes. It just so totally set the.
0: But
2: see, that was the point too of him going outside the law. Oh yeah. to, you yeah. know they to can do those to, things, you know, serve
4: the greater good. But
3: again, like Batman Begins, The Dark Knight was a really literate script. Right. Well, yeah, I was and just going to say that. Yeah, Lawful. there's a
4: difference though between going outside the law, which is what he did when he went to China, to violating the privacy of innocence. Right, right, right. That's the mu- that's the big. Well, he just sin. had to he had to and step he, outside his he did he, he didn't use it in a way that hurt those innocents. Right, right, But it was a, a dilemma nonetheless. No,
2: stuff. but to, to go what you were saying, a lot of people were, have been raving about the Heath Ledger role when I think of the, like you just said, a lot of people are just, not, aren't realizing, it was a wonderful script. It was a fantastic script yeah. of
3: just... I mean, Heath Ledger gave an amazing oh, of performance. Of course. And one of the things that is interesting, and I haven't thought about, you know, how they talk about the way he licks his lips like a lizard. And I'll give all due credit to Susan D'Angelo Carr's wife, who said... That's what somebody who's been cut does. They're always searching the edges of uh. their
0: wound. You're actually moistening it because if it dries out, well, you're just always it. feeling it too. Yeah, exactly. but, but you
3: know, but I mean, it, but it's like, and they talk about it, he's like a lizard. It's something it's like, no, he just thought about that and never commented. I mean, he's just doing it. Yeah, and, and but he did
4: look like a lizard. But there's a yeah. there's a, a more Actually,
2: not once did I get the lizard thing. No, no I did. I, I never felt no.
3: It. I, I didn't feel it. But that's yeah. what I. But that's what a lot of my favorite were saying. detail
0: was the way he would like move his hair. He'd always do it like a sort of backhand. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a very nice touch.
3: Yeah, just Yeah, I mean it, it totally. Once after that first scene, I was like, I don't care that he's putting on the makeup himself. I know for months I complained, you dirty whore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but this is like. Yeah, it's kind of scary that the guy puts on the face every morning. But <laughs> <And then, laughs> well, uh, when he
4: walks into the party, the bit with the hair, and when he walks into the party and he's like trying to pimp him, primp yeah. <laughs> himself up, and he actually ends up making himself look worse. <laughs> hey, I'm spitfire.
1: I mean, I it's like that. It, oh, But
2: then, how about it. the the Harvey Dent arc? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was such a fully like uh script not script what's the word I'm looking for illustrated Famous. just rise and fall you know what I mean like well, and he, the and whole he movie is centered it centered around and yeah. he
3: says it in the beginning himself yeah. and it's just like it's a tragedy it makes the Harvey Dent story you know the other thing I liked a lot a lot about it because I've had this with, with my kid you know who's just like you know you gotta kill even the Batman Legos gotta kill Two-Face and say no 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 I'm trying to explain how Two-Face was once his friend you know what I loved about the movie is really making a very strong point that if you are the hero, you don't kill. Right. The Joker is trying to set Batman up to prove that Batman will cross that line and that he won't, and that's right the definition of the superhero. You know, it's like on how that long moment, has it been that moment where the Joker the goes, just "You know,
4: we're going to do this over and over and over again."
3: Yeah, I loved it, and then I wept a little. It's like, <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, but. But it is. I mean, it, but was, is it is because we're going to watch this movie over and over again. On,
3: but and I'll sorry. accept somebody else playing the role if, they, if that's what they decide to do. Who yeah. would want to no. touch that?
2: No. Who would touch no. the Keanu Reeves? He's booked already. <laughs> Are you trying to hurt your own heart? <laughs> no.
3: Wait a minute. Oh, my God. Is that Matthew McConaughey? Hey, I
0: see. <laughs> Misery loves company.
2: I think the only guy that could legitimately step into that would have to be Johnny Depp. Just from like, I'd like to see what. But you'd do have with to it. do
0: a Joker. You'd have to do a Heath Ledger Joker imitation, and that would be hard. That It'd would be horrible. It'd be ridiculous.
2: Yeah. I well,
3: just I mean, move on. Do three I films. Think, I think one of the things they said was that uh, why do the Joker when the when the Riddler is still in the in the. the Dude, the, the after legs. they do, the, let the,
0: me the, give you my restless leg syndrome now. <laughs> no. <laughs> well,
3: who do you want then? You I, obviously are willing to see a third film from this same sure. creative team.
2: Sure. I have the perfect movie. Okay. You want to kind of pitch God. it? Okay, please go ahead. Well, the way they leave it at the end is Batman as a fugitive. Well, who's one of who's in the canon of Batman that is also a fugitive that Batman hangs out with, right? You gotta go the Batman and Catwoman. And make it kind of that sexy, stylized female. Crime side of yeah,
0: the that, that's the rumor I've heard now that they've killed off the one female character that there.
3: Angelina Jolie I saw no. today. I saw Angelina Jolie <laughs> talked about for it. I'm sorry. I don't think that would be a horrible Go watch wanted, my friend. <laughs> I did, did you? No.
4: Okay,
0: so don't you <laughs> don't
3: you
4: judge me. <clears throat> I'm actually upset because my favorite character in the series, I'm all choked up about yeah, this. <laughs> is
0: do you need a moment Rick no that
4: they that they that they herald? used they used Raza Ghoul already You need Harold I would have liked to have seen a whole movie of the Raza Ghoul plot line with Done Talia right. well, and you can you can do Bruce, whole sweeping story all right,
0: third film Bruce Wayne is a fugitive so there's you know twenty minutes thirty minutes of action there and then just yeah. running think, from Gordon
3: just think halfway through the film Liam Neeson comes back Catwoman okay
0: and Ray theul
4: is it race And then, or
3: then you tie
0: right? the
2: trilogy back together to the first film. And I'm thinking, I'm
0: thinking a-
3: Mad Hatter.
4: No, <laughs> Calculator. Bane. Bane. No, Bane. 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 Actually, though, Let's have
3: Bane. Although, actually, you know, Bane would kind could kind of make sense if you're going to go with the cr- the crime lord thing. I mean, now you've got this vacuum. They've killed another top top crime lord. Only
0: if you cast Schwarzenegger. I'm sorry, <laughs> I will not see. A little piece of me just died. (laughs) I know.
3: I'm afraid I'm bleeding under my contact lenses because of you. Thank you. Although, interesting, a weird casting rumor, which I've always thought was going to happen anyway, uh, in the Terminator Salvation movie, supposedly Roland Kickinger, who was on Son of the Beach, who I always thought is going to play the T-600 or the T-800. Oh, my. Uh, which I think he played Arnold in a in a TV movie too. So well, there's still speculation that
4: Arnold might show up in Terminator yeah. Salvation. Yeah, but
3: it doesn't. I think it's fantastic. But it makes no sense. So, but does it need to? I don't know. I, I don't know. So
0: Again, okay. they're just trying to get that one super Arnold Schwarzenegger fan and to go, go buy a ticket. Oh, we'll That's so, it. We'll That's it. So being
4: the contrarians that we are, we all come out entirely in favor of the Batman movie along with the rest of the nation. Well, yes. you
3: know, look, why yes. Why Why? Yes. Not, why not?
4: dislike something just for the
3: no, sake I'm, of being contrary? Saying,
1: like, when
0: they I don't know. You, why do it? Long. When
3: they hand you
2: perfection. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty yeah. dumb. I mean, there were times. Okay, let's just do little things. It did feel a little long, but at the same time, I just didn't breathe, for two and a half yeah. Hours. yeah, I did
0: not drink a thing for like three hours before because mm. there's no way I am getting yeah. up to pee during this movie. Yeah, yeah. No, but and you're I right. Didn't. When
2: it was over, you were kind of like, <sighs> I like just, yeah, exhale. Yeah. I was like, I was clinching I my fist the whole time. Tropic yeah. Thunder, yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, no, it was fantastic. I was like, anybody that has anything bad about to say about that movie, I just go, do you,
0: do you know what you're talking? I mean, what yeah, are you- I went to Metacritic. It's got like an 84. <laughs> so then you start scrolling all the reviews, and you get down to the. Did you say you're, and you're, you're just- scrolling them. No.
4: Okay. <laughs> he was scrolling them.
0: Oh, okay. And they're just the most idiotic yeah. critiques. It's like. Who are you people? And what film movie well, were you watching? Well, like watching? somebody
4: saying, I You know,
3: I want that. I want my my bam pow. You know, light hearted oh, Batman yeah. again. I'm like, you know, there's, Suck it, there's a place for that. I have no problem with them coexisting in the '60s. Yes, yeah. and they're over. Well, we've got the brave <laughs> and the bold animated series for children coming. And I'm, I'm okay. sorry, Rick, they're, they're over.
4: That looks pretty good. I, yeah. You seen the the previews? Not a thing. No, but I talked to Diedrich Bader, so we'll have that interview. It's up. Uh, it's back to the 60s style. It's Dick DT Sprang. Chat. Yeah, no, like,
3: I I, it, I talked to James Tucker, the what? the the, uh, the who designed it, and he said, yeah, he wanted Dick to do. Sprang? He wanted to make it look like Dick Sprang's artwork. Oh, Sprang. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: So I show the brave and my, the bold to my daughter when she's eight, <clears throat> and then ten years later, show her. Batman Begins, sure. So, Crapper pants. Is that what you are saying? She's like, <laughs> yeah.
3: What? Well, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, y- you know, and everybody I talked to on Brave and the Bold, I said, how do you feel with? It? I mean, you've got the Dark Knight, like the number one movie ever, and it's ever, and it's about you know, it could actually become the highest grossing movie of all time, and and then you've got this Brave and the Bold, this goofy little team up thing, and 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 all of them said, well, because you know the kids got to see something, because, and you yeah. said. If you're taking your 8-year-old to see Dark Knight, your you're a bad parent. parent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But of course they want to see Batman. They want a Batman. So
4: for the previews, the previews for Brave and Bold, they show Batman running in big goofy smile on his face. I'm Good. all for it. It's like, yeah. Good. Let it be. Looks that's like the because
3: that's
2: yeah. that's how I grew up on
3: Batman it's the credit
4: sequence from the 60s shit I still show. want.
3: This is what I will agree with Michael about. I don't believe that Birds of Prey is the fifth most requested uh, DVD release. When, when, Unless, because, you know, because I'm thinking one through four have to be Batman, the Adam West TV series. Mm. You know, because I, I want that to be resolved. I want that out before my children get too, too old because I want them to, to take it seriously and have fun. It's on Nick at Night and... I don't think it is.
2: I haven't seen it in a while. No? People say
3: that, and then it's you, not really. If it's they cause were smart. because the last time you watched Nick and Night, seven okay. to eight years ago. It used to it be on,
0: like, five times a day. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, but if they were smart. TBS, my friend. They'd be
2: cashing in on that right now. If Nick and Knight owned the the property right now to show it. It'd be all over. Why yeah. would they not it be it would, showing it, it right now?
3: It would be all over. I mean, they did just release it, the movie. On on DVD uh, on Blu-ray, Blu-ray. HD. yeah, just yeah. Blu-ray, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, pour salt in the wound, dude. Uh, I, I didn't. <laughs> so sad. I didn't. Well, I don't have it anyway. Uh, so I can get I,
4: you an HD DVD drive for thirty nine dollars. I don't want an HD DVD drive. There's nothing to get for it. Oh no, there are lots of movies for nine bucks a piece. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have them. Uh, Any any TV news this week? Uh, Anything? Nothing on. Any
3: TV news? Uh, Adventure Brothers. I haven't watched it yet, but I'll tell you something I got. Oh, my God. I got yesterday in the mail.
4: Okay. Big
3: Bang Theory Season
4: 1. Oh, really?
3: Any
2: extras? I haven't
3: opened it up yet, because remember, I haven't slept. (laughs) Did you guys go to
2: the panel? No. No. But we uh, bumped into him in the bathroom. I think that's on the podcast. isn't it? I think
3: it was mentioned that you guys did have some sort of encounter yes, with him in the restroom. Yeah, was Sheldon. Or I'm uncomfortable. It was uh,
2: Leonard and the other guy. Wash and they washed their hands like crazy. They were just well surrounded you? by nerds. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I thought Real
3: I thought nerds. I think you would have appreciated just the picture, and I should have taken a photograph. The the Warner Brothers booth where they you know they have like the water tower and they were bringing people out. They wrapped around with all with their stars, and so they had Sheldon and Leonard in their shirts, and then and then um, what's her name? Penny, 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 and then it went over to Chuck and 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 his his girlfriend. So it was really all just the hotties, you know, just wrapping cool. around. It was it was nice. They were all very good shots. Mm-hmm.
0: Did
2: you hear the funny story? I don't know if we said this on Thanks the podcast. Thanks for not
0: taking a picture. Lawn took him.
2: No, the podcast. Uh, I don't know if we said this on the last one, but the funny story was as we were coming out of the bathroom. Chuck Lorre, the show creator. Did we say this on the podcast? I don't remember. remember. Basically, some girl, some lady, had a camera and wanted to interview Chuck Lorre because she saw him on his way to the bathroom. So she didn't have a camera person, saw Billy right there and says, will you hold my camera while I, you know, talk to Chuck Lorre or whatever? And Billy's like, yeah, sure. And she didn't have a microphone. She didn't have anything. So she's interviewing Chuck Lorre in front of the bathroom while Billy's (laughs) videotaping. And we got pictures of it. It's just like, and Billy keeps looking at us like... You know, what the heck? And so afterwards he goes, yeah, she just told me to hold the camera. I didn't know she was going to do a 10-minute interview with him, you know. <laughs> so it was pretty ridiculous. But he was way cool. I don't – she's not going to be able to hear any of that interview without a mic. There were so yeah. many people running by the bathroom and everything. Yeah, it was loud. Yeah, dude. So good luck on that. But if, you, if you're listening and you have that interview, uh, send it to… Editor at FanboyPlanet.com.
3: Word. Thank you. All right. Well then, we'll we'll let's break. Wrap uh, well, I, let's, uh, let's wrap it. Let's let's wrap it because you've got a, another con to go to. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
4: So it's just it just never ends for us.
0: Schneider con.
4: No, I'm going to an invitational board gaming convention for the next five days. Boy, don't you feel jealous.
0: The Invitational makes it seem real classy.
3: (laughs) It is really classy. They're going to be rolling out the 100th anniversary of Candyland.
0: (laughs) I just played Candyland the other
3: day. Oh, Oh. oh, Oh, nice. All right, well, I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com.
0: I'm Michael Goodson. Thanks, man. Candyland master. I'm Bob Culp.
3: From the greatest American hero. Nah. I, I didn't get him to do a sign off because that would have cost me twenty five
2: bucks. Bob Cope, don't need to sign off. Okay, go ahead. No, this is Lon Lopez from
4: Check out all our fabulous Comic Con coverage, two thousand eight. Rick Brett Center, are you looking for the Bob Cope remake of Sling Blade? <laughs> Bob Culp don't Remind need no reminding no peanut you to peanut butter. you Use your, your powers only for good,
1: for good. Bob Culp. <laughs>
2: This week's podcast is brought to you by Baggage from DC Comics.
4: And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.
3: And so he's been sending me videos, and, and just today there was, it was a YouTube thing from him, so I wonder if that's if that was it. I wonder. Just have not had a chance. It's pretty funny, though. I was dragging my mom around. Water TV.
0: Stop dragging my mom, mom around. around. At,
4: yeah, okay. okay, drink. An encyclopedic reference to Skull appearance. scroll scroll Skull the Troll from scroll. PVP Online exactly. is appearing in Marvel Comics. It's an. Sh- oh.
3: By the way, he's actually in Family Circus this week, and the, and the Christian Keen children are going to kill him for being a devil.
4: Watch how easily I reintegrate this. It's actually an encyclopedic reference to the scroll appearances throughout Marvel Comics history.
2: What's a smuck, schmuckala? It's
4: a. It's
0: like a fagala.
4: Okay. Okay. A pezzola. Pezzola. So, um. It's nothing
0: like a shloma, though.
4: The next. Well, there
3: is nothing like a shlo no. We don't have a shlo-mo, <laughs> Another margarita, bartender.